Nadarim Perak Yud Mishnah Vav 10.6. And our Mishnah considers the case of the Shomeris Yavam, a woman who's waiting to have Yibum done to her, if there's anyone who's able to cancel her Nadarim. So just I'll remind you, the case is if a woman is married to a man and the man dies and he has no living descendants, so that woman, his now widow, must perform either um, Yibum or Chalitza with her late husband's brother. If they're more than one brother, so then either brother will do the mitzvahs on the older brother, but either brother in truth could do um, Yibum. Now, until she resolves the Yibum requirements, she is called Zukuka, she is um, connected to her brothers-in-law, and she cannot marry anybody else. Okay? Now, the if there are two brothers surviving, so then either one, as I said, could do Yibum, um, and what the rabbis established was is that to sort of confer a level of like sort of dignity and formality to um, the Yibum process, they made an intermediate stage called Mimer. Mimer essentially is very similar to Kedushin, as much as what happens is is before they consummate the marriage of Yibum by them sleeping together, so before that, the Yavam, the man who's going to be marrying this woman, living together with her, he will essentially give her a ring or whatever. He'll give her like mamar, kesef, like Kedushin or Shtar, um, which it's, you know, just like Kedushin works, formalizing that she's going to be marrying him and nobody else. And at that point, after mamar, so that takes all the other brothers out of the picture. In other words, now there's no way for her to do even with the other brothers um, rabbinically. She has to only do even with this brother who from whom she accepted this mamar, this, this, uh, this money. Okay, so the question is now in our Mishnah, can this Yavam, is he able to made for her Nadarim? They're sort of like engaged. Maybe after Mimer, for sure, they're sort of like engaged. The question is at that point, um, isn't he at least as good as a regular Arus and should be able to made for Nadarim? So uh, the Mishnah has actually three opinions. So here we go. The Mishnah says inside, Shomer is Yavam. If you have a woman who's waiting for you to happen to her, Bein li Yavam echad, Bein Yavam. And it doesn't matter. This is the first opinion, Rabbi Eliezer's opinion. It doesn't matter if there's one or more than one surviving uh, brothers. That could be the Yavam. Once she does Mimer with one of them, so she's committed to that particular one, Rabbi Eliezer, Omer, Yafer. He says that that husband-to-be, that one who gave Mimer, he can cancel his Shomeras Yavam's Nadarm. Why? Because Rabbi Eliezer says it's like a Kol Vachomer. It's the relationship between the Yavam and Yavama are like even is even stronger than a generic Ariston situation because like Shemaim set it up, heaven set it up, and even before the Mimer, they're already kind of connected. They're already like destined for another. There's a Zika there. They're bound together, and that makes it. And the, plus, they have Mimer like to add to that, like a Kedushin. So for sure, in such a scenario, says Rabbi Yezer, he should be able to cancel her Nadarm. Rabbi Yeshua disagrees. Rabbi Yeshua Omer le'echad He says, listen, if there's only one possible brother who could be doing Yibum then for sure like heaven set them up together and then you have Mimer on top of that so that should for, for sure should be enough he agrees but if there were two brothers both of whom each of whom either of whom I should say either of whom could do Yibum so just because one did Mimer but really Midorai so there's two possibilities there neither one is totally connected and therefore Rabbi Yoshua will say if there's two brothers so then Neither one, not even one, does Mimer should be able to do um, 
Hafaris Nadarim, because you can't let call of Homer, it's a weaker. But if there's only one brother and he's done Mimer, then there's, then there's no one left. There's no other possibility. So the only one, whether, truth is, whether or not that one brother did Mimer. Either way, since he's the destined one and Shemayim set it up, that's very potent. And for sure, says Rebbe Yoshua, that one brother, who's now the only brother, even before Mimer, should be able to be able to be Mefer, canceled in the Dharm of the Shomer Siovam. But Rabbi Akiva disagrees, and Rabbi Akiva Omer, it doesn't matter if there's one brother or more than one brother, two or more. In all events, even with Mimer, it also doesn't matter. It's not as strong as a regular Arizona situation, and therefore the Shomer Siovam can never have her Nadarm canceled by anybody. So they're going to discuss their rationales. Amar Rabbi Eliezer, he speaks first. Rabbi Eliezer says, if you have a girl who, it's like a kol because you have a girl who gets acquired by a good old-fashioned kedushin, so then her husband, the Baal, who's only who's the Arus only, he can cancel her nadarim. If you have a woman who was like a, he acquired, if you will, through through Shemaim, through heaven, which that bond exists, like I said, prior to giving Kedushin. So he also gave Kedushin in Mimer. So then, Eino Din Shiyafer Nidorea. Isn't it logical that he's even more connected to her and therefore have a bigger say and should be able to cancel Nidar? So, Amalur Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says no. Lo. Ima Marta Atzmo. If you talk about a woman who does good old conventional Kedushin, Erisin, She'ein Lachirim Parashus. There's no one else who's in the picture. Only, only uh, the Arus who gave her the, that he's the one and the only. Tomar be'isha shehiknu lo mina shamayim. How could you say that? Could you equate that to a woman who's a shamer ziyavam who haven't been set her up? But there are other brothers potentially. So any of those brothers are connected. So it's not one and only. Sheish la'cherem barashus. There's multiple men who have potential rights over her and could marry her, and therefore no one is like unilaterally and solely. Authorized, so therefore it's weaker than than a normal case of kedushin. Amalur Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says Rabbi Akiva. He actually calls him just Akiva because Rabbi Akiva was the student of Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yeshua. So Rabbi Yeshua is speaking to a student, and he says Akiva. Rabbi Yeshua says to Rabbi Akiva, what you're saying is true if there were two brothers, because then it's not clear who would be the Yavam. So it's not like one and only. So therefore it's weaker. But if there's just one surviving brother, he's the only one, and heaven arranged it, and that bond exists through the Zika exists prior to the Mimer even. So like, they're connected. So for sure, that one and only Yavam, who is the only potential Yavam, because there's only one brother, he should be able to be made for Nadar. Amr lo, so Rabbi Kiva says back to Rishua, no. No, the bond between the Yavam and the Shomer's Yavam is not nearly as complete as the bond between the Arus and the Arusa. And the biggest proof is that if a woman is in Arusa and then someone else sleeps with her, that's a capital crime. That's that's adultery because she's a married woman. She's ushered everybody. Um, in contrast, if a woman's just a Shomer's Yavam, even after Mimer, and someone else sleeps with her, she's a Mizana, the penalty is not a capital punishment. It's not a death penalty. So you see, she's not fully connected to him, so you see it's a weaker connection. And therefore, Rabbi Kiva says, and the halacha is, 
that a woman who's a Shemer Zilvam can never have her Nadarim canceled by anybody because she's not married to anybody. There's no Aras yet. No, no husband yet. No Baal yet, I should say. Okay, um, and that's the din. Now, just one point. You might ask, wait a second. What happened in the story back in Bereshus when Yehuda wants to send Tamar to be executed for because she was a Shemer's Yavam waiting for one of Yehuda's children, and it seems that she had had an affair with somebody else. So the answer is that, in short, is that that's nothing to do with a with, um, violation of a Shemer's Yavam. If you look at the Ramban there and others, they they um, <clears throat> make that very clear, that a normal situation, it's explicit in the Ramban, that a woman who's a Shemer's Yavam does not face the death penalty for, for being Mazana, for adultery. Um, and therefore, whatever happened, whatever was motivated in Yehuda, whatever his authority and rights were, is something different. You can look there in the Ramban and to see there what he has to say.